Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. You can listen and subscribe to the show for free on Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Blog Talk Radio, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. For network or show information, visit ByteRadio.me. And now, the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Today, my special guest is Lois A. Hollis, and we will be talking about shame and guilt in her book, Shame and Guilt, Not Ours to Own or to Give. Shame and guilt reinforce each other to produce negative emotions such as anger, depression, anxiety, addictions, traumas, etc., They infiltrate our emotions with stealth precision that causes our struggles from low confidence to suicide. Knowledge is the best prevention to stop shame and guilt from destroying our lives. Our lack of knowledge and their secrecy gives them power over us. As an educator, counselor, and filmmaker, Lois Hollis exposes the shame and guilt secrets so that we can identify, release, and avoid them. She shifts our opinion on one of the most taboo subjects, shame and guilt, and her 50 years of experience in health, 15 years in research, and counseling bring new knowledge of these misunderstood conditions to release us from shame and shame guilt blame. Her new film, I'm Good, makes shame guilt visible. She was given a death sentence at 55 and now and now thrives at 77. And for more information, you can visit Lois's website, which is loishollis.com, and that's L-O-I-S-H-O-L-L-I-S.com. And that, I'd like to welcome Lois to the show. Good day, Lois. Thank you so much, and thank you for helping me to expose the stealthy shame and guilt, because that's exactly what it is. So I'm a yeah. talking away here. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm glad because, you know, it, I mean, it is a huge topic. And now um, I'm sure everyone has their own experiences with shame and guilt. And I've had, I have uh, one of those upbringings where Catholic guilt <laughs> was, Hot and heavy, and, and you know, so I'm still recuperating from that. <laughs> but well, I'm um, going to tell you some things that's going to uh, rock your boat and say hallelujah, because we <laughs> have all been given the wrong information. When I discovered um, unbidden information, I've been very blessed from from God's spirit, however you want to say it. Um, to have unbidden information that I didn't go to school for. But it saved my life, and when it saved my life, I started a mission to say, help other people understand why therapy for years and years doesn't work. Yeah. Um, we need therapy, start. but, yeah. you know, continuing because we haven't really got into the shame and guilt information. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to dive in and tell them what what is going on. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go ahead and start. Okay. I um, came to learn 
that shame, guilt, and I say shame, guilt, not shame and guilt. Now, the reason that that is important is because we are often told shame is bad and guilt is good. Like if we don't have guilt, we're not going to be moral. I just picked up a book from the thrift store written about 50 years ago, and it was written by a Jewish mother. And she said, how to guilt your kids into control. And I went, whoa, baby. (laughs) (laughs) There is a book called How to Guilt Your Children into Control. So all of you are wondering why you were guilted. They read the book. (laughs) Wow. That, that is, yeah, you know, so that's it's crazy. real. No, you know, it's not yeah. your imagination. Uh, you were guilty so, purposely for control. Okay, so let's let's start first with um, since we're starting with guilt. Uh, let, let's start with guilt. Okay, so exactly what is the is the is control the the main um, focus or main intent behind guilt? Yes. However, the reason that um, we have not been able to release the shame, guilt energy since Adam and Eve, this is a long time coming, (laughs) is because we're given the wrong information. Shame, guilt is an energy. Okay, now, stay with me for a minute. We all know what the love energy is. What does love give Mm -hmm. us? Energy. Gives us joy and peace and happiness and your enthusiasm to do the show, and your joy with family, and your happiness, and you have self-esteem. You don't feel victimized. You feel like, I can do that. Why can't I? So love energy gives us many, many wonderful emotions. Now, on the other side, we have shame, guilt, negative energy that gives us all our negativity, like depression, anxiety, not good enough, bullying, procrastination, hatred, anger, hurt feelings, fear, and suicide. All the negative emotions are given by shame, guilt, energy. Now, that's a very important part because it isn't that our emotions are bad or negative or no good. All emotions are good. It's just that shame, guilt, energy change them from their positive to their negative. Okay. Each emotion has a positive side and a negative side. Shame, guilt, energy turns our positive emotions into negative ones. Like compassion turns to depression. Intuition turns Mm. to anxiety. Our passion turns to anger. So we already have good good feelings. Shame, guilt, energy comes into us by the words of guilt and shame from other people and from our inner critic to turn their emotions into a negative form. Now, the okay. beauty of that is knowing it's a Go ahead. Okay, I want to get, I want to get that clear because I mean it, it sounds like what you're saying is there's really kind of two sides to the emotion coin. There's uh, the the positive emotions that we feel and the negatives, but it's all part of the same. Um, 
Yeah, each emotion that we have has a negative side and a positive side. People don't know that, but that's the real truth. This has been labeled a little bit along the line, but nobody really picked up on it. Okay, now think of your computer. What happens Mm -hmm. when a computer virus gets to it? It doesn't like it. (laughs) Uh It don't like it, and what happens? It all goes back. Yeah, right. And how do you fix it? Uh, Antivirus? Yeah, you have a computer virus removal program, Mm -hmm. right? That's what shame guilt does to us. Shame guilt is an energy that comes into us through the words of other people. Like, you stupid jerk, you're killing me, you're just not good enough. Why did you do a dumb thing like that? Those kinds of words carry the negative energy of shame, guilt. And they go into us, they turn our positive self into a negative self. Isn't that interesting? Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I, and I, I kind of, I'm, I'm really liking where the conversation is going because it's helping understanding, you know, kind of the, the root of shame and guilt. So um, the idea of shame and guilt originating through the words of others. So it, and then it can, if it's consistent, then we can internalize some of what those words are to actually believe what we're told, correct? That's correct. Okay, so then that that then sets the stage for our how we deal with shame guilt from that point on. That that it's either that's right. It stays with us. Or, like or, the com- yeah, mm-hmm. like the computer virus is staying with you until you have a computer virus removal, or throw the computer out. But we're not throwing ourselves out. We got to fix ourselves. <laughs> We we can't get rid of that computer. Well, we can't yeah. get rid of ourselves. Yeah. So that's where yeah. all the healing taking place. Yeah, band-aids don't work for that. They kind of need to get to the root. Right. It's like I every time it rains, I get water on my floor in the kitchen in the bedroom, and I have to mop it up. Okay, it's all clean until it rains again, and then i got to clean up the water that's in the bathroom and the kitchen and the bedroom again. And I'm really tired of doing Mm -hmm. that. It would be very much more sensible if I closed the hole in the roof. Mm -hmm. But that takes work. Okay. (laughs) And then Uh you don't have to mop up the draining water anymore, right? Right. Okay, that's what shame guilt is. Shame guilt is root of all negative feelings. So when you go to therapy for depression or anxiety and bullying and hatred and not good enough and can't achieve, it's going to help, but it's not going to take it away. you got to get rid of the hole in the roof or the shame, guilt, energy. Right. So question. Now, you mentioned how, you know, you talked about how all emotions are good, you know, the, the expression and the feeling of all emotions good what is is there a good um function to shame and guilt no 
It okay. has no function. It's not of humanity. It's an outside force that's put upon humanity. Now, the good news is, since it's outside of us, we can kick it the heck out of our lives. A lot of people say, oh, you need it to be moral. There's no healthy poison. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. It's a poison, and there's no such thing as a healthy poison. Okay, well, get your kid to go to school, but it's going to have so many side effects, it's not really worth it. Right. Oh, if you don't do that, Grandpa's not going to love you. Well, it might get you to see Grandpa, (laughs) but you're going to hate Grandpa eventually, so it doesn't serve a purpose. And that's really contrary to a lot of people and even a lot of therapists. But, hey, we've got to get out of this Adam and Eve thing. It's about time. Yeah, that, that goes back quite, quite, a, quite a ways. Um, so let, let's talk about guilt. I mean, when we experience guilt, um, how, how, um, what, what is the, the best way to start to kick it out? You know, how, I mean, Grant, I mean, there are times, I mean, it's obvious when we know when we feel guilty about something. So, I mean, that, that feeling of of guilt, feeling guilty, you know, is, I think, clear to people. So, you know, depending on, obviously, so many different types of, uh, you know, matters. And, but, but nonetheless, the feeling of guilty, how does one then, once they recognize, oh, I'm feeling guilty about something, um, what's the next step to, you know, taking okay. that out? Okay, the first step is exactly what you said. Oh, I feel guilty. I feel shameful. Um, whatever. And mm-hmm. then the first thing you do, and you may not believe it, but it's okay. You know how they say, believe it until you can do it or fake it till you right. make it? Right. This is where we are. Okay. And this, and people can always call me and I can help them along. Okay. First of all, you said, Lois said, shame, guilt, not shaming guilt. Shame, guilt is an energy outside of me. So therefore, Shame, guilt, I'm kicking you out. Is it going to get out? Well, it go over to the side. It's not going to leave. But at least you can acknowledge the fact that that's not part of you. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's step number one. Step, and if you can't, talk to your friend to help them. Because I have people that are shame, guilt buddies. Like you and I could be shame, guilt buddies. And you go, I'm in this whole the depression and shame, and I can't get out of it. So I'm going to say, hey, Remember, shame guilt doesn't belong to us. Oh, I forgot. Shame guilt is an eraser. It erases our common sense. So we need other people to talk with. So I call them shame guilt buddies. So you put that to the side and then you say, hmm, I'm just so depressed. So what you do is you sit down with a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen and say, hi, depression. Thank you so much for coming to talk to me. What do you want to tell me? Okay, Hmm. this is self-healing. This is how we're talking to ourselves. I got tired of talking to therapists because it wasn't helping me, and I decided to talk to myself instead. And, oh, my goodness, it was so awesome. (laughs) Yes. So I'm saying that your depression is really your compassion. It just got 
slugged around with shame, guilt, energy. So we're working with depression. We're working with our emotions. We don't get rid of our emotions. We help them heal. We kick shame, guilt out. Okay? Okay, now, Mm -hmm. there's one thing that's very important. Shame, guilt, energy only has one defect to fall down. And that is detection. It dissolves in detection. How about that one? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So what you're saying is that once you recognize the source of it, then it um, loses its power? It loses some of its power. It doesn't go all the way away, and that's what I teach people, to take it out and throw it away, like your computer virus. You've got to find it and take it out, and then your computer works. But this is step number one. You know, you've got to go to one before you get to two. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, at least you have the awareness that shame guilt doesn't belong to you. You can talk to your depression. You can talk to your anxiety. You can talk to your anger, but you don't talk to shame, guilt, because it doesn't part of you. It doesn't belong to humanity. It was put upon humanity, and humanity has devolved into victimhood. You know yourself, a lot of people feel victim, especially now. Oh, my goodness, they blame everything on virus and your <laughs> attitude. And we ain't getting into that. But That's a whole you can't show. do never <laughs> Never make a decision on shame and guilt feelings. Like you should do that because I feel guilty if I don't. That is the wrong way. Okay? Write that one down. Never make a decision because you're going to feel guilty if you don't. Hmm. That's called control, culture control. Okay. Yeah, definitely. You know, Decision making is, you know, when that, when that, sometimes emotions, when emotions play into the decision making process, it can skew, you know, kind of what's, skew perception of, of what needs to be done. So, right. So we're the, on the right track. I'm yeah. throwing a lot out at yeah. once, but, um, I have uh, many podcasts on my website, and you can always call me, and I can help you along the way. Okay. That's great. That's great. So now I want to – regarding now the, the process for kind of com- combating that uh, guilt, you know, one you talked about, number one, recognize it's not a part of you, and then two, you talk to talk to it. Like I depression, thank you, and I think it's interesting that you thank the um, challenging emotion for for surfacing. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. They're not because bad. Like the, you are not bad yeah. because you have shame, guilt, yeah. energy. Your emotions aren't bad because they had to turn negative because they got shame, guilt, energy. They're not bad. They were slapped with shame, guilt, energy the same way you were. You see what yeah. I'm saying? We're good. Mm-hmm. That's why my new film is called I'm Good. I'm <laughs> right. good. Shane Gilt has got hold of me, and I'm kicking it out. So once you have that dialogue 
with, you know, kind of what do you want to show me? Is is it then um, that awareness that you get? And I would think that it would have to be, you would have to practice because some some people have a hard time with that contacting that inner voice. Well, that's okay. I have a film, another film on my website is called Out of Discord into Harmony, and it's on YouTube as well. It teaches you 30 minutes on me talking to my emotions. So you Hmm. can get a visual of what I'm talking about. We talk to ourselves all the time anyway. (laughs) I mean, we're always talking, right? I'm just telling you (laughs) a a way to make your self-talk very profitable. (laughs) <laughs> in, in profitable in what way? In, in that profitable is because lives? you heal. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's look at it this way. All your emotions are living in a certain timeline, like when you were four years old or six years old or ten years old. You know, you have different experiences along the line, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all living in a different timeline. And you're living in 2021. So you have to say, hey, can you come to 2021? Oh, I can't go because my mother told me I'm too little to do that. When you can say, well, you know, you're not little anymore. It's a 2021. I can protect you now. Before, I couldn't protect you. I was still young. Now I'm older and I read all these books. And I talked to Lois and she said, you can come into my timeline where I am right now. That's how you do it. But, you know, it's a Mm -hmm. little process. What I want to do today is just make us more empowered not to be taken down by shame and guilt. That's my main purpose today. How we do it, there is a process, and that's how you can start. Are you going to learn everything today? No. I've been doing this for 15 years, and I'm still learning. (laughs) But Uh the main purpose is that there is a way out. Now, I want to tell everybody something. I have had people call me. They said, I would like to work with you, Lois, but I think I'm a hopeless case. And I said, why do you say that? They said, well, you know, I took this $1,000 course. Then I went to this one place for six months, and I did all this emotional healing. And I'm sitting here crying because of guilt. So I think I'm just hopeless. And that really makes me sad because that's not the mm-hmm. truth. The truth is you will never, ever, ever get rid of guilt until you get rid of the shame that's causing the guilt. Okay? Okay. So Shame so, and okay, guilt are brother that, and sister. That, okay. With that, that woman, so she went through the the self-help was the shame and guilt at not being able to get rid of that shame and guilt or or was it like i spent all this okay, money okay no i'm saying time. a lot of people mm-hmm. work on guilt and they try to get rid right. of it and they get very frustrated and feel more guilty because they can't get rid of it i'm saying you were okay. correct you won't get rid of guilt until you get rid of the shame that's causing it It's like the water in your house. You can clean it up and clean it up and clean it up. But until you close the hole in the ceiling or the roof that's causing the leak, you're just going to keep mopping up the rest of your life. Right. So I'm telling you, which is not in the book, Mm -hmm. 
You got it. Now, who holds the shame? The shame is held by the emotions because they're the ones that turn from positive to negative. And I teach people to find the shame inside their emotions and just like get out of it, get rid of it. It's a little bit of a process, but it works. And so that's what I'm here to tell you today. It works and there is a way out. And don't be guilty because you can't get rid of your guilt. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's huge. That's a spiral that's a spiral downward for sure. Uh so you say that guilt um is the result of shame. Is that is that correct? That's correct. Now the reason okay. I say shame guilt and not shame and guilt, shame is in the unconscious mind. And I think we all know that because it's kinda of harder to find and guilt in the conscious mind. I mean, you can drum up guilt, you know, with an instant, right? I mean, you don't have to go looking mm-hmm. for it. It comes looking <laughs> for you. Mm-hmm. So, but they're the same energy. The reason they're separate names is because that's the way our medical culture works. Okay. If you have a virus in your brain, they call it meningitis. Okay? If you have mm-hmm. the same virus in your stomach, They call it gastritis. If you have the same virus in your lungs, they call it pneumonia. If you have the same virus in your liver, they call it hepatitis. Now, do you see how confusing that is? Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Shame's in the unconscious mind and guilt's in the conscious. And they give it different names because it's in these different locations, but it's the same thing. And that's where everybody gets confused. Yeah, that's why I'm spending time to differentiate, you know, I mean, even though they're one, but to, to recognize, you know, how it's differentiated in, you know, in life, you know, and, and it's, when we're talking about shame, guilt, and that shame, you know, being an unconscious kind of um, state coming from an unconscious place, um, is the what is the seed for that shame? So what I'm saying, what I'm trying to get at is, is that you know, if we're going back to try to find the root. You know, so, I mean, if we're guilt, yes. we're going to go back to the shame. The shame, we're going to go back to um, what? Is it, is it the, like, the indoctrination that we receive that, like, you should be ashamed of yourself, blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing? Is, is, that, is it that kind of training that maybe we get at young age and that's why maybe it's a sub uh, yeah. subconscious that's exactly state. right okay now suppose in the first grade well mm-hmm. i was in the first, when i was in the first grade i stuttered because i had lots of injuries in my head and when i got up to talk everybody laughed mm-hmm. i mean that's what kids do right right so that was very shaming to me and public shaming is worse than your mother just shaving you it's a whole bunch of yeah. your peers. So that came, their shame, the shame from them came to me. 
At six years right. old, I didn't know what to do but feel bad and not good enough. And that carried me right. throughout my life. Of course, I achieved a lot, but there was always this right. gnawing ache, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, when you didn't get picked for the football team or you didn't get picked for the basketball team. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter. It comes from your mother, yeah. your brother, your cousin, the priest, the pope, the government. It doesn't matter. It's going to, you can't blame anybody but shame and guilt. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> there's, the, there's the culprit. Okay. So, so you know, um, and what I, yeah, what I was trying to what I was trying to you know get so like for example that you know going back to that example of you you know the stuttering and, and the peer shaming. Um, so from that point on, then that would the, the negative feelings that you had the shame as a result is still of that. There. Yeah, yeah. So once you become aware of that then how you, – you obviously can't undo it in, a, in the sense that it, it okay, occurred. Okay, I'll tell you how. But, but you, what's what the antivirus you, to that? Mm-hmm. The anti, Oh, you're so good. Um, I'd call this the <laughs> antivirus program. Okay, so I if I was working with you, I would work with you, mm-hmm. the six-year-old within you called Johnny, Okay. And he, he, I would feel him. I have that gift that I can do that. And he, inside you, would be able to, you would be able to see him. And we, he would see this black stealth on him. Because Shane Gill's always seen as black spots or black something. That's just the way it is. And he can pull that off of himself and get rid of it. And that's how you actually get rid of it. And that's why if you say to yourself, I get rid of all the shame, guilt inside of me, that ain't going to work because you're not the one holding it. The inner parts of yourself are holding it. That's why you talk Mm -hmm. to depression or anxiety or not good enough, whatever the term is. And that's why I made a film um, that type of talking. I think the movie Inside Outside was partly something like that. You know, they were talking to the inside of themselves. So that was a good boon right. for me. So I just take it a step further and um, work with them. Now, what I do with clients and people is that I teach them how to do this, and then they do it the rest of their lives. It's called self-healing. They're healing themselves. Mm-hmm. Because nobody knows yourself yeah. better than yourself. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. Well, it is. Well, Lois, we're just we're about halfway through the show, so I want to take a quick break. Um, and I do want to invite listeners, if you want to call in and ask Lois any questions, you can call in at 619-789-4359. And for those listening live in the chat room, if you have any questions for Lois, feel free to type them in. And, and then when we come back, Lois, I want to kind of talk about the um, the the idea of um, it, the internal internalization of of you know shame and guilt and and maybe how we are at, um, creators of that sometimes. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Okay. Mhm. Awesome. Okay. okay. Everyone, stay tuned. We'll stay tuned. We'll be right back up to this very brief break. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. 
Remember, our show is available as a free podcast from Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Blog Talk Radio, Amazon Music, and Audible. To follow our show on any of those platforms, visit ByteRadio.me and select the one you use most. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ByteRadioMe. Until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch. Okay, everyone, thank you for staying with us. I apologize. I ended up playing the exit there instead of our commercial. But but nonetheless, I really appreciate you staying with us today. Again, my my guest is Lois A. Hollis. We're talking about shame and guilt or shame guilt. Um, as she describes it, um, same guilt, not ours to own or to give. Again, you can find out more about Lois and all that she has to offer by visiting her website, which is www.loishollis.com. Okay, Lois, we're back. Okay. Um, okay. I would like to say, because of your your title, Shane Gill covers our inspiration. So the more shame guilt you can get rid of within you, the more inspiration you will have. That's great. <laughs> you know, and, that, and you know, um you know, like I said in, in the real beginning, I had, you know, a good teacher in, you know, shame guilt, you know, and you know, and it, it's rewriting or writing over those tapes um has been a, a lifelong effort. And so what can, you know, there's obviously an origin, that external origin to shame, guilt. You know, to people, I mean, influencers out there, you know, parents, peers, you know, siblings, um, how do we recognize when we are maybe maybe inadvertently, now I'm not talking, some people do it on purpose, but maybe even inadvertently, setting up a shame-guilt situation with someone. I mean, because I don't want to be one of those that creates that for someone, you know what I'm saying, so, or contribute to someone. So how, in our own behavior, how? what are some ways that we can maybe become more aware that we're the, maybe the creator or the contributor to shame-guilt? Well, great question. The situation is we should not, we cannot feel guilty or shameful because we did a shameful act or told a person shameful. We don't know any better. We were taught. Remember the book said how to guilt your mm-hmm. kids into control. They taught us to right. do shame and guilt, okay? So we learned our lessons right. very well, okay? So what I'm saying, in order to recognize it, we have to know our enemy, and we don't know our enemy because we think our enemy is the way of life. So I'm busting right. the system here. So the fact that you goofed, <laughs> you were taught well. So there's no shame in here. Now, yeah. how, to, how can I start learning? Okay, I have a free ebook on my website, and it's with the newsletter. It's called 500 Questions Have One Answer. So I'm showing you 500 ways we shame ourselves and other people shame mm. us. Okay, now you're not getting 500 questions at once because you'll like throw it in the trash. 
Um, I give you 25 questions every week, and it's all free. Mm -hmm. So every week you receive 25 ways that you shame yourself, other people shame you, or you shame other people. And you go, oh, is that why that makes me feel bad? I didn't know that. Is that what that is? Shame, guilt, energy. Oh, I get it now. I never knew that. So that's the first step, to avoid behavior that's bad, you have to know what the behavior is. Right. Yeah. So that that's is why I call that's myself a, a good an educator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great uh, resource for people to get for free. Um, so that that will help. But can you maybe give us a, a couple of examples of of ways that we may um, or phrases or words that we use that that create that are a setup to that situation. Okay, I can give you a couple examples. Now, think of sure. words as bullets coming from a gun. They hurt. Okay. Right? Words are bullets. Either they love you or they hate you. So what you say is very important. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, you, I tell you one thing that re- I'm 77. Okay, and this happened when I was um, 16, and I still remember it. So it must have been big, right? Very impactful. I remember. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, and I'm sure uh, this will um, harmonize with other people. Okay, I was in sophomore year of high school, I think, somewhere around that, and. Um, I had an older sister of two years older than me who was smart, but I was smart too, but I had dyslexia and all the brain injuries from being abused so much, but I was still smart. I did a science project, and I was so proud of it. I worked my, oh, so many hours, and I was, like, so happy because I did all this uh, uh, chromatography and everything. I was so proud of it, and I handed it in to this sister. It was a Catholic school. And I was like, here's my project. And I was like so proud. And she looked at it and she said, and she looked at it for like five, ten minutes. And I was like, oh, I can't wait. She's going to tell me I did so good. And you know what she said to me? She said, oh, I thought you'd do better knowing that you were, knowing that your sister Jerry was your sister. You just didn't do as well as she did. Mm-hmm. You know what? That crushed me. That so crushed me. I remember mm-hmm. it 60 years from now. Wow. And she was a Christian holy nun in service yeah. to God. Okay? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I worked through that one. That's another discussion. And then, <laughs> that's another discussion. Then there was another time I remembered I was, t- I was in a podcast and we were talking like this. And I go, oh, my goodness, I remember. I was about, in again, third grade, something like that. And I'm standing in line for a confession. I don't know if you're Catholic or you know that, but you have to stand in line to go to the mm-hmm. priest to go to confession and confess your sins, right? right. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden I start crying, like crying, because I'm very sensitive. Well, you couldn't come up with this if you weren't. I'm crying and crying, and the sister comes over to me and she says, why are you crying? I said, I can't find my sins. 
And you say if you don't confess your sins, you go to hell and God doesn't love you. And I said, I mm. can't find my sins, so God's not going to love me. And I'm crying and crying because that's what they told you. If you sin, right. mm-hmm. God doesn't love you, and you go to hell. And I'm a little Catholic girl that prays all the time in a Polish family that all I do is go to school, eat, and go back home and say my prayers and read a book and go to bed. That's my life. I am not in any soccer ball team. I don't go any other place. Now, what kind of sins am I committing? I don't have sins. <laughs> You know, I don't defy my parents. I do my homework. They say go to bed. I go to bed. I'm very dutiful. And so I'm there in this in their line to confession crying because I can't find my sins. Wow. Now, isn't that a shameful experience? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, the... the um the impact of some of those statements, I have, I have one too with, with my grandfather, you know, I wouldn't amount to anything, period, you know, and, and that was like, you know, and, and you know, I, like you, I probably, I'm probably like you, I remember the emotion that was behind it. It was like, ugh, you know, that, um, you know, what do I do now, <laughs> you know, kind of thing, you know, that this, this, you know, guy who's been around for years can see that in me, you know, so. Um, okay, so what I do now and what I've done, what I mm-hmm. know is I go back to little Lois Ann, who's six years old or eight years mm-hmm. old, standing mm-hmm. in line, and I say, honey, that's not the way it's supposed to be. They gave you shame and guilt. Yeah. And if you can find it, we can get rid of it that's hiding inside of you. And I talk yeah. with them and I help them release it. And then the shame, guilt energy is gone from the six years old and I heal. I don't heal because yeah. I keep saying, oh, that can really happen. It's not really hurtful. You know, I can always think positive. That's not going to get you home. you got to get rid of the water. Yeah. you got to get rid of the hole in the ceiling to stop the leaks in your house. Yeah. Okay, so now when it comes to um, the belief um, in, uh, it seems to me that, there is, when it comes to shame or guilt, that there is an underlying um, belief that is associated with it. Like, for example, um, you know, I shouldn't. I, I stole a, a candy bar, you know, <laughs> you know, and I feel you know guilty because I shouldn't be stealing. You know that 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 I know that it is bad. I mean that it's you know a bad thing to do. You know in this scheme of things, you know. But nonetheless, I feel you know guilty. So there is like an underlying value or belief that's attached to that. Now, now when we are um, influenced by others, you know you know, into, you know, indicating we should feel guilty or we should be, you know, be ashamed, um, that, that there is, they're trying to communicate that there's a, um, a belief that they have that, that, you know, that what you're doing is contrary to that. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that, you know, there's behind even shame, guilt, that there is a, a belief, you know, um, or a value 
that is running contrary, that, that one's actions are running contrary to that belief or value. Okay, that's a good that point sense? because that's how they say okay. you need it to be moral. I'm saying I just do this because God is the right thing to do. I mean, I'm doing right. podcasts because it's my job. I'm not doing it because if I don't do it, I'll feel guilty. You know, we got to raise our standards. Right. We do it because it's the right <laughs> thing, to, not because I'll feel guilty. So in that case, what you would do is go to the, the 10-year-old that – uh, told that lie or did that thing or took right. a candy mm-hmm. bar and say, okay, um, put next time you go to church, put a dollar in the um, poor box or say, you know, mm-hmm. do retribution someplace or give, you know, candy away or something away to somebody right. that needs it. You know, do retribution for whatever it is, okay? Give somebody a hug, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then you can see right. the shame leave it's black and it just leaves you and you say to that part of you you are good you're good i love you right thank you so much for being a part of me so you have to you would feel better knowing you your sensitivity you'd feel better giving somebody a candy bar whatever you stole and then that's forgiven and then you take the shame away from the six-year-old of yourself and then it's okay yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that was the the where I was trying to get you know to the the idea of you know that the the young us you know sometimes you know has um, beliefs or, or some you know beliefs that that were are that just are aren't true. And as we get older, we recognize recognize those. To be not yeah. true, and therefore we our feelings about those actions changes. Yeah, so, you um, feeling mm-hmm. yeah feeling guilty about something is the worst thing to do to yourself. Now mm-hmm. you can have a regret, but don't feel guilty. See the difference? Yeah, you can have a regret. Yeah, I, oh, I should not have taken that extra bottle of wine i'm really drunk you know that kind of thing i'll be sick tomorrow okay but don't feel right. guilty about it we have to use the right words yeah i regret that yeah okay mm-hmm. but i don't feel guilty about it guilty is bad it doesn't belong to me it can only hurt me it's a bad energy get away yeah yeah well, but i feel regret who, who, yeah well, I, I have a friend who's one of his mantras is, is that guilt is a wasted emotion. You know, that, that there is. You well, know, it is. Um, yeah. And but you have to understand. Mm-hmm. You can't just mm-hmm. say that it's a guilt. You have to know it doesn't belong to you and that shame and yeah. guilt are together and you have to get it the heck out of your life. You know, yeah. just saying it's yeah, because, useful ain't going to make it better. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because this person's mother um, was notorious for trying to say, I mean, you know, I mean, I, um, you know, would never, I, I grew up around that more of the guilt, you know, that, that Catholic guilt, like what I was talking about earlier, you know, as far as, you know, kind of, um, you know, a, a constant battle for me. 
Um, but later on, when when after I met his mother, it was like shame was like whoa, you know, and, and it came through you know, at me, um, and it, it was a surprise. And then what was interesting is is that because it was so new, I mean, yeah, I just didn't have a lot of it. So, but you know, because it was just so prevalent, um, I found myself um, sometimes falling into that thinking, you know, well, maybe I should. And it was when I, when I stopped and looked at it, I, it, I recognized that it was because of their belief in blah, blah, blah. And, and then exactly. I recognized that, well, you know, that's not my belief. So Okay, now that's, that's a know, good starter. That separates okay. you. But then you can do the mm-hmm. work by finding it and getting rid of it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, my goodness. That's what mm-hmm. Then it's gone. Yeah. Now, there's an interesting thing. I call it quantum healing. Now, when you mm-hmm. heal that eight-year-old that took the candy bar, everything from the eight-year-old to your present life falls down because of that, like a house of cards. You don't have to go 10 and 12 and that particular item. Now, there's other ones. It's like different pieces of the pie. You're not finished with shame and guilt. But that line that that guilt had from now until your ever age you are now falls down like a house of cards because you got it at its root. Now, that's really cool. That's called quantum healing. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm i one for, you know, just cut it out at the root, <laughs> you know. Don't have anything kind of popping up later on. Um, but it's um, and, and it's interesting, you know, in that quantum healing realm, you know, because I, I like the – I mean, I can recognize that there is so much that can happen in that realm that, I mean, you know, that you don't have to – you don't have to – it doesn't have to be in person, the healing. It doesn't have to involve anyone else. It could just be you working. It's you and yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They Mm -hmm. say love yourself. Well, if you don't have a person to love inside of you, how are you going to love yourself? That's that's arbitrary. I love little Lois Ann inside of me, and she loves me. So, therefore, I have self-love. I just can't have self-love because I bought a new coat. You know, it's inside of me that right. I love. i got to have somebody to love. And that's where the inner personality parts come in because you love them and they love you. And that's called self-love. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's so, so simple. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I mean, obviously, you know, people can go to your website and get it, you know, sign up, um, get the, the newsletter and those questions. And it seems to me that that would be a good place to start, would it not, to get that, raise that awareness? Yes, yes, that's the first. You've got to get out of the dugout to go to first base, right? Mm-hmm. So we, and yes. we're, we don't go all the way home. You know, what I thought is I had to go to traditional therapy because I was depressed. Then I had to go to therapy because I was very anxious. Then I had to go to therapy because I had suicidal thoughts. I said, I'll be dead before I get well. (laughs) So Uh can I do the short way, like just get rid of shame and guilt, and then the rest of them just turn positive? I like that way. 
<laughs> That's a good idea. I like that. Do it, do it fast, easy, and thorough. Um, well, so what would you say to, you know, to those listening right now who have, who maybe are in a, um, a, a, a kind of, who are stopped or, you know, who are allowing guilt or shame to prevent them from taking some kind of action? What would you say to them? Okay, so right away, shame, guilt doesn't belong to us. It's not ours to own or to give. So you put it on the side, and then you say, well, what do, I feel depressed. So you say, hi, depression, how are you? Now, also, mm-hmm. I have another free pamphlet on my website. It's called Now is the Time. Now, these are readings I get straight from love and light or God. Um, when I got rid of the shame guilt, I start channeling from God. It was very interesting. But anyway, those readings get you out of the shame guilt energy when you feel so depressed and despondent. So you get my book, print it out, and you read it, and it gets you out of the shame guilt. Does it cure you? Does it help you? It helps you, but you still got to get rid of the shame guilt, but at least you're in a higher place now, not in the hole of depression. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's important. And, and it's you know, called this, emergency, again, words. <laughs> emergency words. Emergency oh, words. Like okay, great. Um, so now I, we're kind of winding down for the show. Is there maybe any um, final words, or maybe anything we didn't cover that you wanted the listeners to know? Well, I just want them to know that shame guilt is a foreign outside energy put upon us. And if it's put upon mm-hmm. of us, we can get rid of it. It's not part of us. And our inner critic is our best friend. So we make peace with our inner critic. And my film shows you how to do that. So just go yeah. to my website and get smart. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and I just want people to know that um, on, on your website, uh, that if, if they wanted to, you know, quickly um, find you, that if they click on the contact link at the very top of the, the page has your Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter um, handles so that people can find you real quickly, or I'm sure just by typing in your name at YouTube. And I even answer my phone. How about that one? You even answer your phone. Oh, my goodness. I even that's answer it. my phone. How about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's that's wonderful. Well, Lois, I really want to thank you for your time today. I've thoroughly enjoyed our conversation, and, and it's an important one, and I, I really appreciate the work you're doing to, to enlighten people. I, I love this visit, and I love your tone of voice. It's so reassuring and loving. So thank you for your kindness energy. Thank you very much. Now I've, I've sent a Facebook uh, Facebook uh, request for friends, so I want to follow you there, and um, and hope we see each other again. Thank you so much. Keep in touch. You're very much welcome. I will. Thank you again, everyone. Today, my very special guest has been Lois A. Hollis, and we've been talking about shame, guilt, and talking about your book, Shame and Guilt: Not Ours to Own or to Give. Um, again, you can find out more about Lois um, by visiting her website, www.loishollis.com. And again, do sign up for that uh, newsletter and um, get those questions, those, those questions to find out about shame and guilt and the power of words. So everyone, 
I want to thank you for joining us for this edition of the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. And until we meet again, thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Bringing Inspiration to Earth show. Remember, our show is available as a free podcast from Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Blog Talk Radio, Amazon Music, and Audible. To follow our show on any of those platforms, visit ByteRadio.me and select the one you use most. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ByteRadioMe. Until we meet again, remember to be a bright light by bringing inspiration to your world and to the lives of those you touch.